the ultimate guide to duty-free and tax-free shopping in the Caribbean. This is the Tips for Travellers podcast hosted by Gary Bembridge. It's a podcast of inspiration, advice and tips about finding and having a luxurious travel experience on both land and at sea. The podcast draws on over 20 years of experience of travelling every month of every year to luxury destinations on all continents and on the oceans of the world. For more, visit tipsfortravellers.com, where travellers is spelt with two L's, the UK way. Hi, welcome to this episode of the podcast. We're visiting the Caribbean again, and we're going to focus on a really big and important part of the Caribbean, which is duty-free and tax-free shopping. Now, I've written on the blog, and I've also spoken about it in previous podcasts, about the kind of dilemma that the Caribbean's facing. And so what I want to do is talk a little little bit about that dilemma and then actually give you the ultimate tips to duty-free, tax-free shopping in the Caribbean. It is a little bit depressing still that there's so much focus in the Caribbean about shopping, not about the heritage, not about the fascinating, traumatic, brutal, and crazy history of the area, but a lot of the focus in the Caribbean is about duty-free, tax-free shopping. And you see that especially if you go cruising in the Caribbean, but not exclusively. Also, if you go there on a land-based tour, you'll see a lot of focus on this duty-free, tax-free shopping. You know, the British and the French fought over the islands for decades. They sent fleets of sailing ships to battle there. And this was all because of the potential to make fortunes through sugar and spices. And fortunes that actually benefited the conquering home markets and not the islands themselves. And fortunes that were made through, you know, crazy things like mass exterminations of the indigenous populations like the Carib Indians and then the very brutal use of slaves. The fact, however, for the Caribbean now is that the sugar industry has collapsed and the islands have to rely pretty much on tourism, both the cruise industry and land-based tourism. And actually cruising is a massive part of of some islands' industry, even more so probably than than land-based. It's a little bit sad because instead of cultivating the heritage and the history to me, there feels almost another form of exportation taking place in the form of kind of international chains of duty-free shopping bursting up throughout all the ports. Instead of the islands kind of working on something which is probably much more difficult to do, but that's to differentiate and exaggerate their uniqueness. I, I think there's a risk in the Caribbean that they're blending into a, a mix of shopping malls. Now, malls have the same stores across the islands and they're fighting to draw in cruise passengers, they're fighting fighting to draw in kind of resort um, uh, travellers. They have bizarre promotions like, you know, collecting charm bracelets. And I'll talk more about those a little bit later on. But, you know, these islands themselves, the Caribbean, is absolutely glorious. I mean, the islands of the Caribbean are so beautiful and they are very diverse. There's places of incredible scenery and incredible natural wonder you know a lot of them are created by volcanic action and they're rugged and they're wild and they're just incredibly beautiful and i think it would be great if the whole industry both the cruise industry and the tourist boards you know spend a lot of time to really work on building the heritage building the differentiation of the islands rather than just focusing on a more generic kind of experience which is you know to do with catamarans zip lines snorkeling beaches 
and shopping. I think there's a real opportunity for the Caribbean to just do so much more than just focus on one generic beautiful experience. I think there's a lot of opportunity to differentiate the islands and maybe that's the marketing man in me coming out thinking about you know how can each island tell its own unique and very different story because they do have very different stories. But I've covered that in other podcasts and I've spoken about the different islands and what I think you can find out on the different islands. Remember, if you want to find out those previous podcasts, you know, just go to the site tipsoftravelers.com slash podcast and you'll find a list of all the podcasts and you can look at the different podcasts about the different islands and aspects of the Caribbean. But we are going to focus in this one particularly on shopping because shopping is is a very important part of what happens in the Caribbean. I'll talk a little bit about the kind of the history and, and why shopping is so important and then give you the tips about shopping in the Caribbean because there is an opportunity if you do want to go shopping to, to make some, some huge savings and I'll explain a little bit about why that is. In my experience, the more north you go, though in the Caribbean, so islands that are much closer to the United States, partly probably because they're very heavy uh, uh, on the cruise itineraries. So your Puerto Rico, for example, your St. Martin, your St. Thomas. These are very, very major uh, cruise ports, you know, out of uh, out of Miami, out of Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, and, and so on and so forth. However, right across, you know, all of the Caribbean, you'll find, you know, all these kind of shopping uh, places. So let's take a look at how and what should you do to do amazing shopping in the Caribbean. Now, the prices for many luxury goods like diamonds, gemstones, watches, and jewelry are very low in the Caribbean. And this is due to the duty-free and no sales tax policies that are in place right across the Caribbean. Now, depending on who you talk to, most advisors or people who know a lot about shopping will claim that you should get anywhere between at least 15% and as much as 70% savings in the Caribbean versus the USA prices. Now, if you're coming from other places like the UK or Europe, this may be even bigger discounts because already, generally speaking, in US dollars and the US prices are relatively sharp because it's a very competitive market. Now, the low prices in the Caribbean means that chains like Diamonds International and FE Jewelers have sprung up and opened on many of the islands, and they're creating chains right across the island. A lot of them are centered around, but not exclusively, but a lot of them are centered around the cruise ports because you have this massive, massive you know, volume of cruise passengers passing through who are desperate to buy duty and tax-free goods. And this also means that the volumes sold are very high. So you know, if you take, say, St. Martin, or St. Thomas, for example, you know, they're getting 1.7 cruise passengers alone. These islands are getting probably 1.5 million land-based passengers alone. But these cruise passengers are coming through the cruise ports. And so the volume is very, very high in these kind of shopping malls, etc. So high, high volume on top of the tax and the duty-free has meant the prices are being driven down and down and down because chains like Diamonds International, Effie Jewelers, can buy direct they can negotiate very aggressive prices. And for example, Diamonds International are one of the few wholesalers, one of the few retailers in the world that can buy directly from De Beers. Now, De Beers control the sale of diamonds globally. And very, very few companies actually buy diamonds direct from De Beers. So Graf in London, Tiffany, 
buy direct from De Beers and Diamond International. That's just the, gives you a sense of the pure scale. Everyone else has to buy via wholesalers. Now, what also happens is there's a very strong relationship between many of these chains and the cruise lines and also many of the resorts. So often, for example, if you're a cruise passenger, you'll find that you can buy goods and they'll be delivered directly to the ship so you don't have to carry them about. Often you'll find that you'll, you know, if you're in some resorts, they may come and fetch from a resort to, to take you to these various malls or, or shopping places. But anyway, let's take a look at my Tips for Traveller's Guide to Duty-Free and Tax-Free Shopping in the Caribbean. Some of it will be cruise-specific, but not entirely. So the first tip I'll give is very cruise-specific, because if you're obsessed with going to the Caribbean for shopping, you need to choose your route to suit your shopping passions. Or alternatively, if you're going on a land-based cruise, choose an island that is renowned for shopping. So if you're on a cruise and you want to do a lot of shopping, you need to choose a route that includes more of the northern Caribbean islands and those that are very regular scheduled stop for lines like Carnival and Royal Caribbean. These are because these ports will have very high volumes of cruise passengers and so there's a lot of shopping chains and malls specifically catering for this huge volume of traffic. So by the same point, if you're on a land-based tour, if you're going to a St. Martin's, or you're going to a St. Thomas on a land-based tour, it's the same principle because it's close to the US. It's relatively inexpensive to get there. There's a lot of big resorts. So if you're really interested in shopping, one of the things you could simply do is take a look at the website for a company like Diamonds International or Tanzanite International or Effie Jewelers and basically look which islands they're on. This will give you a strong clue to where you know shopping is likely to be big. The problem, though, is linked to that is in many of these islands you know this tax-free shopping has kind of dominated so you'll actually find in some of these islands where they are very prevalent there's, there's actually a disappointingly limited amount of handmade craft you know stalls and markets it tends to be much more focused on kind of chain type places including more corny tourist kind of you know gift shops and that kind of thing so in terms of the the focus in terms of shopping, I think you've got, I've already mentioned, you've got your big kind of cruise passenger mall type ports. So that's your St. Thomas, your St. Martin, or even places like St. Kitts. Then you've got places which are much more developed and more town-based. So if you're going to like Barbados, or you're going to Antigua, or you're going to St. Lucia, these tend to be much more developed islands. So they tend to have bigger towns. They tend to be much larger, more established land-based tourism business. And often they have industries that exist beyond sugar and fruit. So they have a much more kind of existing infrastructure. So you'll find, whilst there may be these kind of malls, you'll find it tends to be much more in developed town centers. So that's your Barbados, your Antigua, St. Lucia. Then what you'll find if you actually want to avoid that kind of shopping and you, and you want much more craft-based shopping, then take a look at places like Dominica or Grenada because these tend to have much less shopping focused on the cruise line business, much less focused on malls, much less focused on chain stores because they're not getting that kind of volume of cruise line business. And they tend to be more eco-based. They're much more concerned with traditional industries. So they're much more interested in fishing and agriculture. And they tend to have much more simple 
it's probably an unkind way of putting it, but much more independent shopping areas. So it'll be more mom and pop stores. They'll tend to be much more historical, traditional buildings. And you'll tend to find much more local craft shopping stores. So if you're looking for your diamonds and your jewelry, look at the big ports near the US, your St. Thomas, St. Martin, St. Kitts. If you're looking for more broad kind of shopping, a big mixture, think about islands like Barbados, Antigua, St. Lucia. If you're looking for much more craft, then think about islands which are less popular on the cruise itineraries, your Dominicas, your Grenadas. So that's the first sort of tip is really thinking about where you go based on what your passion for shopping is and what your expectations are. My next big tip is about being really clear about knowing what it is that you want before you go. One of the things that I've seen a lot in the Caribbean is holiday fever just leading people horribly astray. Now, bear in mind, particularly in these chain-type islands, the, the sales teams there are trained like crazy. They have very clever sales patter. They have tested techniques. They're fine-tuned. They're honed. They're well-practiced. There's thousands. There's millions of cruisers. There's millions of visitors before you. These Guys and gals are really good at selling to holidaymakers. So before setting off to the Caribbean, make sure you really are clear. Do you really need, do you really want that new diamond necklace, earrings? Do you really want those gemstone jewels? Do you really want that swanky new watch? And also be really clear about what you can afford. You know, a lot of people go, they get caught up in the whole holiday momentum, they think they're getting a great deal because they're saving their 50%, they come back with expensive jewelry and big bills with things they didn't really want. So be really clear before you go, you know, is it something that you really, really, it's part of why you're going there that you want to do? My next tip is about knowing your prices because a bargain is only a bargain if it is one. So if you're planning to buy jewelry, or watches, or any kind of luxury item in the Caribbean, before you go, make sure you know what price you would have paid locally for those items, including if you're buying online, because often online jewelry stores are much more inexpensive than stores themselves. And a lot of you know, internet companies have grown by selling expensive watches at, at more reasonable prices than in the high streets or, or the main shopping malls. And one big trick that you'll see in the Caribbean is savings are often quoted of the manufacturer recommended retail price. And that's not the price you're going to be paying, even at home in many cases. The manufacturers will recommend a retail price, but in most parts of the world, you, they cannot enforce that because it's deemed illegal, like in the European Union, for example, or even in the US where you know, there's much more competition. So people don't sell at the re recommended retail price. So be really clear that the watch you're going to buy is cheaper. It's not the same price or whatever at buying at home. If in doubt, check prices online in your at home when you're in port. You know, there's often free Wi-Fi or whatever. But really check that you are getting a bargain. Make sure you know your price before you actually buy. Very important. The other tip that I've got, and this depends whether you're going on a cruise or whether you're on land base, it's slightly different. But basically, there will be incentives, there will be coupons, and there will be collectibles. And so basically, if you're going to buy, use the system. So let me talk a little bit about cruises and let me talk a little bit about land based first. So 
Stores are desperate to get you into their store because they know that once they get you in the store, they have very proven tools, techniques, and tricks to get you to spend. So their main objective is to get you into their store. So what they do is they have shopping advisors and promoters. So shopping advisors and promoters usually will work with cruise lines. So what they'll do is they'll go on a particular cruise ship, they'll travel with the ship, and what they will do is these advisors will hold various seminars, various talks, and what they will do is they'll give you maps, they will give you incentives to get cruise passengers into a particular place. So their job is to make sure you head into a very specific store and not get diverted. So typical incentives will include gifts with purchase or even free gifts just for calling into the store. You know, they'll give you some earrings or they'll give you, you know, some sort of brooch or or um, charm for a bracelet or money off coupons. The advisors know the promotion's important. They direct you to them. So although they're being incentivized to get you into the store and they have an agenda, they do know what are the best deals on offer. So, for example, when I was in the Caribbean on the Queen Mary 2 recently, they had things like collect seven charms for a bracelet in four ports. So you you get, you know, your first charm at the seminar and then in each of the four ports you go to, you get, you know, an extra charm. And then actually in St. Martin, there was two branches. So you got, you know, two charms. Or you got some tanzanite earring studs for going to a seminar that you actually have collect at the tanzanite international store in st thomas or you get you know different pendants if you go into the effie jeweler store uh, and if you and you buy the earrings for just ten dollars or you get a free, free color changing tote bag when you buy two t-shirts at del sol and so on and so forth now if you don't uh, go there on a cruise. The other thing you'll find is in those tourist maps, you know those kind of tourist maps you find in the tourist um, bureau or in your hotel, there's always those free tourist maps with lots of little adverts around the side. That's where they will have the equivalent promotions for which your island in, you're in. So if you're in a particular resort in St. Thomas or St. Martin or Barbados or wherever, look for those free tourist maps either at your hotel or the tourist board, and you'll find the equivalent promotions. And it's worth doing that if you are going to go shopping. You may as well work the system because you may as well get the free incentive just for going to the shop if you're going in anyway. So that's my next point. Use the advisors on board, use the incentives, use the coupons, use the collectibles. If you're going to spend money, you may as well get the the, the little um, bells and whistles that go with it. Now, again, the other thing to think about if you're on a cruise is shop in the chain stores. Even though I've said that you know the chain stores are chain stores and that's unfortunate. However, if you're on a cruise, if you buy in a chain store like Diamond International or Effie Jewelers, you can exchange in the next port if you change your mind. So although I'm finding it disappointing that you have these different chains of stores populating the different ports, the advantage is, is the cruise lines have got a guarantee of authenticity for the merchandise there so you know that you're buying something that's genuine so and the cruise lines underwrite that and they also then allow you to return items bought in one port to a branch in another port so if there's an issue with them uh, either because you know they they're broken or something i don't know or you literally change your mind you know you can do it now if you're on a resort-based trip obviously that's much more difficult because once you've left the island it's going to be really difficult to get any problem solved so my tip in that case, is make sure you go shopping at the beginning of your, your holiday or vacation and then you have time to really digest, have a look at it, and you have time to go back. So don't kind of save your shopping for the end of your trip. My next 
tip is check your country's home duty-free allowances. Now, while shopping in the Caribbean is free of tax and duty, your home country is probably not. Most countries have duty-free allowances for things like cigarettes, alcohol, and you know, sort of other goods that you can bring back from holiday. After that limit, you're going to have to pay taxes and duty and really make sure you know what those allowances are because if you're buying diamonds or you're buying watches or you're buying jewellery, you may find those duty-free and tax-free items could end up costing you a lot when you pass your customs if you go through the red route or if you get stopped and searched and you're found to have bought those goods. You are, of course, you know, may find that all your savings go way out of the window. The other thing that I would say is support local stores and markets. You know, the danger is if you only go to these chain stores, whether you're on a cruise or whether you're in a resort, you know, the local population and the economy is not benefiting as much as you would expect because these chains are owned internationally. They're not owned by the local people. And of course, it's creating employment and and, and, and they're paying taxes and whatever. However, you know, most of the ports and the countries in the Caribbean are pretty poor. Buildings and infrastructure is not particularly well maintained. It's clear that people aren't particularly affluent, despite, you know, these beautiful luxurious resorts, you know, despite these beautiful cruise ships going there. And tourism is pretty much the only revenue generator with the sugar industry having collapsed. And so not, don't just go and look at these chain stores. Don't just spend your money in the chain stores. Try and make sure that you get out to visit local craft markets. You go and shop in the locally owned shops and get some of that, your money into the pockets of local business and local craftsmen and people too. Don't just spend your money in chain stores. One last thought in terms of shopping. I did say if you're on a resort-based trip, get your shopping over the beginning because you have time to change your mind and take it back. If you're on a cruise, you know, go sh- go shopping, you know, first thing in the morning because in many ports there's going to be a lot of ships. A lot of the chains will make up items because they need time to make them up. They need you to check that, you, you know, what you want. So kind of get off the ship, do your shopping, then go and explore, come back at the end of the day and collect what you're doing. If you're on a resort tour, same principle. Shop very early in your in your vacation, then you have time to go and explore, enjoy yourself, still to collect your items, check your items, make sure you're happy before you leave. So hopefully those tips in terms of shopping in the Caribbean duty-free and tax-free really help. You know, choose, if you really want to go shopping and shopping is really important, think about the choice of islands that you go to. I've given you those three different types. You know, the more northern islands, which are very much duty-free based chain stores, your more kind of town shopping, your Barbados, your Antigua's, and your more kind of traditional, independent, eco, handcraft, like your Dominicas and your Grenadas. Be really clear before you go that you really want it. Make sure you know what the prices are before you go, because a bargain is only a bargain if it is one. Use the incentives, use the coupons, use the collectibles if you are going to shop, because you may as well take advantage of them. If you're going to shop and buy expensive things, if you shop in the chain stores, you know, if you're a cruise passenger, you can change it on the next port. If you're on a land-based tour, buy it early on so you have time to basically take it back because once you're gone, you're going to find it really, really difficult to change uh, anything that's wrong afterwards. Make sure you know your duty-free allowances are bringing goods back into your country of residence. But do please spend some time supporting the local stores and the markets.
So that's another look at the Caribbean. It's taking a look at a big part of the industry now, which is duty and tax-free shopping. Hopefully you found those helpful. If you have any other ideas or tips or comments, you know, please visit uh, the site tipsatravels.com, search for Caribbean shopping, and I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments. So until next time, here's to some really great traveling. You've been listening to Gary Bembridge's Tips for Travelers podcast podcast of inspiration, advice and tips about finding and having a luxurious travel experience. It draws on over 20 years of luxury travel experience. Visit tipsfortravelers.com where travelers is spelled with two L's the UK way to find out more about the destination or topic covered in this podcast. You'll also find the links to contact Gary Bembridge and to follow Tips for Travelers on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Flickr and Pinterest.